everyone, you're listening to episode three of That Brown Bish, and I'm your host, Nilani Salvasingham. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I did get a lot of feedback last week about some of the issues that I had discussed. Um, I'm sorry to anyone that I offended by saying years instead of years. I guess I don't pronounce years correct. Years? Jesus. Okay, I really... I feel like I need to like distort my face in order to make sure that I enunciate um, both those words correctly. So it's ears and not years. So if any, if there was any confusion, I'm sorry. And um, if you were upset about it, I'm also sorry. Okay. So it is my, it's my ear. <laughs> okay. Forget it. Anyway, we'll just keep going. Um, so yeah, so apparently I need to work on my enunciation, which I will, um, I'll try to do better. I don't know if I have a speech impediment that's yet to be determined, but yeah. One more thing, I mean, I wasn't even planning to talk about this part, but, um, like I just wanted to just talk about other stuff, but there's just a couple things. I saw something on social media and it's quite disturbing. I don't understand this whole idea of cyberbullying. I don't understand people who attack friends and family of well like obviously this has to do with the whole sexual assault thing. So of uh, these accused persons, they attack the friends and family, sending threatening messages, um, harassing them, and I just like cyberbullying is never okay. That is never okay. Whether I don't even know if these persons are doing it through their actual accounts. Are they creating fake accounts in order to send these like threatening messages? I'm assuming it's the latter, but this is it's absolutely insane. Like what are you doing? No one has control of anyone's actions other than that person themselves. So stop attacking everyone around them i mean I, I don't i don't even i don't even know what to say like no one no one wants their dirty laundry to be aired okay we all have our own shit okay so if we don't want that but when it's someone else it's like someone else's shit is out there now and if those people or the people around them are don't address it also in social media since it came out on social media and they're not addressing it or on social media then it means that they condone it and they're not talking about it and they're just kind of sweeping it under the rug and like that has got to stop let people deal with their shit their way it's not our place to say you need to talk about this on social media you need to use your platform to talk about this no it, it doesn't work that way let people talk about what they want to talk about and just because they're not talking about it on social media or addressing it on social media doesn't mean it's not being talked about okay that it's not being taken seriously and also what I read there there was one thing that um, I think it came off as it came off as saying that it's easy for women to lie and say that they've been sexually assaulted just because they're upset about something else or just to take revenge out on for some other reason like 
I don't think that's what the writer intended. I'm I'm hoping that's not the right what the writer intended because that's not true, and that just completely uh, goes against what women have been fighting for for you to say it's so easy for us to lie or it's easy for women to lie so um just don't take that that just right away goes to don't take it seriously if they do come out and say that they've been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed what else was there oh, uh, someone did point out um <clears throat> Justin Bieber to me which i mean i i didn't know about it because like like I said, I don't listen to the news and I, I don't watch any of these um, eat like any entertainment shows or I on the radio I don't listen to music. I listen to sports radio, so I I, I mean if I would listen to ninety three point five or whatever the radio stations there are out there, maybe I would have known about it. But that Justin Bieber had been um, recently accused of. Uh, uh, sexual assault and um, that he had shown receipts and proof on social media that he wasn't where uh, the victim said he was and or at the hotel that he said um, that sorry the hotel that she said that he was there and he sexually assaulted her there um, so he shared a bunch of receipts showing that he was at a different hotel he shared uh, messages um, he said that he was with his then girlfriend Selena Gomez at that time and they were together uh, at some Airbnb so um, there's no way this would have happened and what I give um, I mean again whether these receipts are real whatever that is I'm not going to get into that but before he um, he's now suing person that had come forward saying that he has sexually assaulted them for defamation um, so that's that's something separate on its own but um, before he actually addressed or before he actually showed any proof or said anything on the topic this is what he said okay this is what he had I, I, I'm assuming he had tweeted um, he said rumors are rumors but sexual abuse is something that I don't take lightly I wanted to speak out right away, but out of respect to so many victims who deal with these issues daily, I wanted to make sure I gathered the facts before I made any statement. So that's something that's commendable. Like, like false accusations do happen, um, but for every false accusation, there's a there's a reason why these false accusations uh, get so much uh, limelight. Okay, because. For every fall, it, it, they don't happen that often. And when they do happen, I mean, like they do happen. Okay, um, there, I don't think there's anything that we can say is hundred percent unless it's like science. Okay, when it's just based off of human behavior and that—that's all just. Um, it's just. It's just never hundred percent. So false accusations definitely do happen. It's just that for every false accusation that is put out there, like especially when it comes to sexual assault. How many of, of how many accusations are there that are true? How many incidents are uh, left unreported? So that's what I feel like we need to be thinking about. But speaking of Justin Bieber, oh my gosh, I wanted to. Uh, okay, so you, we all know the Canaan song "Waving Flag," and um, I know they have their original version and they have the World Cup version, 
but um, the one that the young artist for Haiti when this came out so this came out about um, I think like 10 years ago and um, this song like I was completely obsessed with this song and I was um, so was my family we were all completely obsessed with it uh, we would be playing cards and that song would be just like on repeat in the background and we would be singing along and the song has such a powerful message and um, people that are singing are all these Canadian artists who are from different backgrounds, um, raised in different uh, socioeconomic environments. Um, for them all to be coming together and singing the song like I thought it was it's absolutely brilliant the way that it was done it, it's amazing and and I'm sure like everyone remembers this song but you need to just go back and listen to it again and I if it doesn't give you goosebumps and it doesn't get you all teary-eyed like I don't know I don't know I, I feel like is it just me like I even after all after all these years it still gets that same reaction in me and um it, I feel like it still applies to what's kind of going on in the world right now. So um, just go back and listen to that song again. I, I absolutely love that song. And I, I love um, the Young Artist for Haiti rendition of it. I absolutely love it. All these artists that like, there's Drake, there's Nelly Furtado, there's Avril Lavigne, uh, Carnell Official, uh, Julie Black. Um, those are to be honest, the only ones that I re recognize because I'm not too much of a music person. I don't really follow uh, Western music, I guess is what I would call it. Um, I don't really follow that too much. So I don't really, uh, I didn't recognize a lot of the other artists, but there was this one guy that looked like a Tamil Russell Peters. So if you want it, you'll see him. Like they show him for like a short period of time. But I mean, when I first saw, like, he looks like a Tamil Russell Peters. Like, that's the only way I can describe him. Um, but yeah, like I said, this was 10 years ago. And um, Justin Bieber, if you remember, so he was probably around like 15, 16 at that time. And it, the song ends with him, which is still chilling. Like, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. And it's just him saying, when I get older, when I get older. And that is just like... Ah, uh, like I don't know I feel like that was like the perfect the perfect ending to that song and um, yeah I know he had like he was like Canada's uh, golden child I guess for a bit and he did hit like a rough patch uh, there which I mean I mean when you're so young and you get all that fame and fortune at such a young age most people don't handle it well okay um, but you know who can handle it well me so if anyone wants to give me a lot of money see how I would um, um, how I would react to it like would I change would I stay the person that I am you know feel free you know I'm, I'm willing to do that experiment okay so give me a lot of money and then we'll see we'll see um, whether I end up doing crazy shit too or um, if I still live an okay lifestyle and still treat people yeah so okay anyway um so i understand that the reason there's a lot of this worldwide attention on the black lives matter movement is partly because of covid19 i mean george floyd uh breonna taylor like they're not the first black americans to lose their lives due to police brutality but um let like to be honest like it's 
most of us right now are stuck at home. Some can't even work from home. Uh, there's no vacationing, there's no socializing, everything is shut down. And because of that, everyone has uh, been able to give this social issue some uh, much needed attention. But that being said, and I know there's a lot of controversy regarding this, um, but I am so glad that sports are coming back. Like, hallelujah. I understand the safety issues with COVID-19. Um, I understand the risk of losing uh, the momentum with uh, BLM. But I seriously need me some basketball, some baseball, and a sprinkle of hockey right now. I'm so excited to see what the reigning world champions, the Toronto Raptors, um, what they're going to do this season. Um, I've been such a big fan of the Raptors since the beginning. And obviously I feel like the franchise was always disrespected, um, especially in mainstream uh, media in the US. But last year we finally shut everybody up. And um, the only sad part is that it was so short-lived. Like as soon as um, we got, I mean, we enjoyed it for the summer. We enjoyed the championship. And then as soon as the new season started, the entire narrative was Toronto only won because of Kawhi. And you know what? Like, even if that's the case, so what? Like, please show me another championship team in the last 20 years that could have won without their star player, right? Like, like nobody, okay? So just shush, just shush your mouth and just watch the effing game. Um, people that say that piss me off so much. It's just because of Kawhi. It's just so, like, who cares? We won. Kawhi definitely didn't do it on his own. Okay, and like, I mean, you can say that for every other team that's won. Like, before the NBA suspended uh, this season, the Raptors were still having like a great year. You know, even with all the injuries that they've um, gone through, I think, um, I, I'm not like too much of a stats person, but I feel like we only had our full um, starting lineup. It was like less, it's less than 10 games that we had our full starting lineup. Um, it's yeah it's just someone different has been injured at some point so um, yeah like even with all the injuries um, our record was still 46 and 18 and that's third best and we're all that's only behind the Lakers and the Bucks okay so I mean like what else do you want from the Raptors for them to prove um, that they're still a great team and still a great franchise even without Kawhi um, Anyway, with the Raptors having their first game scheduled for August 1st against the Lakers, my only concern is how Fred Van Vliet is going to balance the resumption of the NBA season with his stint on uh, the Titan games. And if you didn't get that joke, okay, it's probably because of um, one of two reasons. One is that you don't know who Fred Van Vliet is. And um, uh, remember him? He... He was having a nightmare playoff performance last year and then he had a baby boy, Fred Jr. And then everything just took a complete 180. No? Okay. Um, how about earlier this season after the All-Star break? He had that nice tan going. Everyone was calling him Frederico. Still no? Um, so you're telling me you're one of the five people in Canada that didn't watch the Raptors playoff run last year? Oh, you prefer to play sports instead of watch sports. Fuck you. 
I hate those people. I hate those people that tell me that. Oh, I prefer to play instead of watch. Like, ugh, ugh. Anyway, um, so yeah. So um, so if you do know who Freddie V is, then that means that you don't watch the Titan Games. And guys, I'm telling you, if you're into watching fitness competitions like American Ninja Warrior, The Ultimate Beastmaster, you definitely need to check out the Titan Games. Um, the main host is Dwayne Johnson. And honestly, uh, who doesn't love him, right? Like, I love me some DJ. But um, there's also two other commentators on the show. And one of them, his name is Alex Mendez. And he looks exactly like Fred Van Vliet. Uh, more so when Fred was rocking that tan, but they can honestly be twins separated at birth. Please Google him, Alex Mendez. Okay, please Google him so you can see what I see. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous how much they look alike, and no one is talking about it. I even Googled Fred Van Vliet look alike, Alex Mendez, and like nothing about them looking alike came up. So I, I might be the only one to notice this. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway, so the show, the Titan Games, has people from different walks of life competing against each other in a series of... Oh, that's my chair squeaking. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, so they're competing against each other in a series of competitions, and um, it's all about physical endurance and mental endurance. And um, I always figured, like, people that are that fit, like, noticeably fit, uh, where you can see, like, all their muscles, like, I feel like... I always thought that those people are usually either like professional athletes or personal trainers, but they have doctors, lawyers, um, correctional officers, winemakers, soldiers, firefighters, like the list goes on and on. And um, one, one of the women competing is a professional belly flopper. Yes, you heard me right. Professional belly flopper. Like that's actually a thing. Um, back in my day, okay grandma um if you ever belly flopped into a pool like you'll end up on america's funniest home videos okay but um i i can't believe that like, it's actually a sport um but um it exists and um I, I was just hoping that they gave more information on it like i want to know how do you train to be a belly flopper do individuals compete in like weight classes uh do the guys wear a cup like you know the important questions but when I Google it, all I'm finding is man dies in belly flopping competition. Like, and I was like, okay, okay. I, I didn't want to read the actual article. Um, but yeah, the people on the show live, for the most part, very busy lives. And still they find the time to train and eat well. Um, they'd be like, so I wake up at 4 a.m. every morning, hit the gym and get my morning workout in. Come home, shower, get the kids up for school, make them breakfast, drop them off at school on my way to work, do my 9 to 5, pick up my kids from the after school program, come home, prepare dinner, help my kids with homework, give them a bath, and once they're in bed, do the dishes and two loads of laundry before I turn in for the night. And the next day, it happens all over again. It's absolutely insane. It always makes me think, like, what exactly is my excuse? Um... I, I barely do any chores, I barely go to work, I, what else, like I'm definitely not, like barely go to work, I mean like I go to work, but I'm not, definitely not working like 40 hours a week, like, and I still like f find, um, find that it's hard to try and uh, work out in that time, 
And if I started to work out, would that cut into my drinking time? Like, I don't necessarily want to be chiseled um, like them, but like, I mean, a little bit of muscle definition would be nice, especially in my arms, because I feel like my arms are, I have substitute teacher arms. That's, that's the only way to describe them. But um, my sister will hate that because she's, she's an occasional teacher and she's going to hate that I said this, but um, she, she knows, she knows what they are. And um, like, I don't ask for much. Um, and when you watch these competitors, it's highly motivating. You're like, that's it. Diet starts tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's Friday. That's it. Diet starts on Monday. Like it's, it's hard. It's really hard to get motivated. And then it's even harder. I feel like to stay motivated. I gained about 25 pounds after marriage and it got to the point where I just couldn't look at myself in pictures anymore. And, uh, since December, so in December I started to make a little bit of change and I've slowly lost about 15 pounds mainly just by controlling my portions and I go for a walk nearly every day you know I get those steps in I find my calm I reflect on what's going on in my life and uh, for the past um, yeah for the past I would say about two months I've kind of been at a standstill when it, in terms of weight loss and I know I have to incorporate more exercise and I have the basic things at home that I can use um, but just I'm just finding it tough and um, the last few months I was like I can't wait for the gym to reopen I promise I'll go regularly this time but last week I received an email from my gym that they have a uh, tentative opening date of July 13th and that got me totally shook because it's basically the universe calling me out on my bluff um, but I guess for right now I'm just gonna use the excuse that you know COVID um, I don't know if it's safe to be in like such a place uh, for a long extended period of time when I don't need to be there I could be doing stuff at home so right now that's the excuse that I'm uh, going to be relying on yeah so my husband um, Akash I'm just gonna say okay so my husband's name is Akash uh, I'm gonna just say Akash from now on. I feel weird just saying my husband my husband's like I get it you're married like I, I, yeah, I don't want that. So Akash, he's been using a personal trainer for a little over a month and I uh, could already see a big difference with him. Um, I feel like guys just have it easier and guys just lose weight a lot easier, get fit a lot easier. It just takes them less time. Like women's, uh, women, our bodies are just constructed differently and because of our biological differences, I feel like it's just a lot more difficult to lose um, the weight and you know the fat but um, anyway, so he, like like me, he also put on some post-marriage weight and he asked me if I wanted to train with him and I was like, like, is he going to make me run? Cause like, I, I don't run. And he was like, no, he won't make you run. I was like, okay, okay. Um, is he going to make me do lunges? Because I, I don't do lunges. And he was a little more annoyed at this one, but he still said, I think the trainer can probably work around that. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Um, also, I don't want to sweat too much and I really don't like it when my heart beats too fast. And at that point, he just turned it and walked away, which was pretty rude, but like, whatever. Like, um, I saw this quote the other day and it was something like, my anxiety is chronic, but my ass is iconic. And I loved it so much. 
oh my gosh my throat <clears throat> sorry um yeah it was such a great quote and i was like that's what i want okay but who is anyone to say that i can't achieve that without running without doing lunges without sweating and without my heart beating fast like i don't know so this is going to be an odd thing to talk about because like i don't think anyone would um say this out loud to people but i actually still remember the day that i realized i had back fat like i was in law school at the time and i was visiting home i met one of my friends and it had been a while since i'd seen him so um since i'd seen him last and when i went in for a hug he grabbed a chunk of my back and uh, was like what is this okay and i was like i don't know you tell me i don't know what's back there uh, it was literally the sad one of the saddest days of my life um burning fat is hard but burning back fat is even harder like that shit sticks with you um it's stuck with me and um the more i thought about it though like i realized like i had fucked up like if you have spent any sort of time around me you would have heard me make self-deprecating jokes about my lack of a chest and I've always wished I had cleavage and um, but you see like when I wished for more cleavage I didn't specify where exactly like all I did was put it out in the universe that I want cleavage and now I have cleavage back cleavage back cleavage okay and I only have myself to blame I know I'm joking about it but a lot of people struggle with their weight you know there's a bug oh my god oh my god okay sorry I'm back okay that bug came out of um, came down from the ceiling like it was pulling off some sort of elaborate uh, museum heist or something like that was freaking ridiculous okay anyway um, I know I'm joking about it but a lot of people struggle with their weight and uh, just keep at it you fall off that wagon you get back on um, as long as you're living like you can't give up right like you still have life ahead of you to live um, so keep taking the steps you need to in order to live your life as the best version of yourself and um, yeah um, if you want to share your thoughts on anything I've talked about on this episode it can it can be about your weight loss struggles or even I guess your weight gain struggles like I, I know it's a thing and uh, it's just hard for me to sympathize with people that have a hard time putting on weight um, like I, I mean like hang out with me for a month okay like I'll, I'll show you the way like you know I, I'll, I'll get you where you need to go 15 pounds 20 pounds we can do it yeah let's do this um, but yeah please do email me at thatbrownfish at gmail.com please include your name and the city you're emailing from at the bottom if you want to remain anonymous please let me know uh, thanks for listening everyone grateful thankful blessed peace